Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Make Me a Musical, an offshoot of Musicals with Chiefs, where we try to make a musical in less than 30 minutes. And with me, as always, I have Andrew DeWolf and Brianna Jones. Hi. I love you both so much. All right, Andrew, you're going to introduce what we're trying to make into a musical this time since you picked it. You decided this. Oh, man, I don't even know why I picked this now that I'm thinking about it. But yeah, here we go. Uh, Rugrats in Paris, the movie. Yes. Um, (laughs) Um... We should provide context to those of us who are not on our Patreon, because this kind of started as a meme on our Patreon when we were doing Glee, where you just was it? got I... a, no, like 100%. It was during our Glee podcast where we talked about Rugrats in Paris quite a bit in just one episode. That's amazing. Um, I don't know why I remember this movie. I don't remember the first <laughs> Rugrats movie at all. You don't? But I remember Rugrats in Paris. No, I literally can't remember anything about Rugrats the movie. I remember all three of them very, what? very well. I only remember This is the only one Rugrats Go Wild and this one. What's the You remember Rugrats what's the other Go one? Wild? Um so the first one, I, I feel like I need to provide some, you know, context, right? Yeah. Sure. Okay, so the first one, um, Tommy gets a brother um named Dill and yes. then he thinks he hates him and tries to kill him by sacrificing him to monkeys. Um and then he decides, nope, I need to be a good brother, and then the movie ends. That that's the arc. Okay. Okay. And so the Rugrats in Paris, I think we really need to kind of dive into this story because it is more complicated now that I'm actually thinking about it than I think we, even Inception, to be honest. Rugrats in Paris is a very complex mm-hmm. and I'm deep film. I'm not saying complica- um. complex emotionally. I'm saying complex as in <laughs> how the hell are we going to turn this into a musical? This might be the biggest challenge we've had yet. All right, go. Well, why don't you explain the plot, Mister? Remembers all three Rugrats movies. So the plot of this one, the framing device of this one, has to do with Chucky um, feeling mom envy. Um, all the other babies yes. have moms, and he doesn't because his mom died horribly. Chucky is a Chucky's a Disney child, sadly. No, he's a Nickelodeon child. Um, but moving on. <laughs> um, <laughs> We, no, no, all the other ones are Nickelodeon child. Chucky's the Disney child well, who has no mom. Parent, well, he's got a dad. Um, but we learned this at Tommy's grandfather's wedding 
um, to a woman who is played by Debbie Reynolds. Yeah. I just I, I remember the scene. Debbie and... Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. Um, Carrie Fisher's mom played the grandma in Everything in Your Childhood. So think about that. Halloween Town, that was Carrie Fisher's mom. Yeah. Um, and then they go to Paris, but they make it look like Japan um, or Tokyo specifically. I, yeah, I remember that because it's like I almost I always thought this took place in Japan. But well, they're at a it's in Paris, you dummy. They're at a Japanese amusement park. <laughs> but why though? Why are they at a Japanese amusement park? I think the justification is how else do you get the entire group to Paris? Um, Stu is an inventor and he has to invent things for this Japanese themed amusement park in Paris. This is a very convoluted premise to a movie about talking babies. Yeah, I always loved Stu and I feel like his inventorness is like weird and, and doesn't need to be in there at all. But it's 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 something that drives the plot forward, you know? Yeah, but once they arrive in Paris, it gets a little bit more streamlined into like a Mamma Mia kind of scenario where you've got the, or a parent trap scenario where you've got the obviously bad choice and the obviously good choice and you got to get the dad with the obviously good choice. And we introduce the new character that could be um, Chucky's stepsister eventually. Um, and Kimmy, which is. What are you Jim. doing, stepbrother? <laughs> I remember she got added to the Rugrats, like the main cast. Yes, after this movie. After this yeah. movie. And I always thought that was weird. Why? <laughs> the same thing happened I with was like, Dill. Dill, Dil, right? Yeah. I know, but it's like things aren't supposed to have continuity in these cartoons. It's almost weird when you they do. You want everything to be like um, the SpongeBob movie where they don't address anything in the movie. We should be doing that now that I think about it. That's a much easier thing to adapt into a musical. <laughs> but nope, we've... Yeah, you think so, but Rugrats in Paris, we've already started, so, and we, we're already five minutes we've in, dedicated. so we're, we're running short Literally, on time. We've got here. 25 minutes to try to get this together. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, main character. Where do you start? You start with Chucky. Main character is Chucky. Chucky. Yeah. Yeah, but there's it's, a, it's an ensemble, though, in a way. As much as it can be. Um, but we gotta. I think got to start with our opening number, which is setting up the universe where the babies and adults cannot hear each other, but they all talk. So we need some song that can encapsulate that idea as well as set up they're at a wedding. Yes. Um, <laughs> do either of you remember how the movie okay. opens? Because I do not like the way the movie opens and is not the way we should use. We should not use that. The movie opens with like a Godfather yes. parody. No. Does bad. it? Yes. <laughs> Godfather parodies, bad in general. There's one in, in Zootopia. I watched oh, that God. recently. Uh, doesn't need. We don't need more Godfather you know parodies. You what? The Let's Godfather up. is old hat 20 years ago. Like, in the 90s, that was already an old sure. joke. No Godfather. Yeah. Um, we sh No Godfather. We should literally just have Chucky tell the story, like, we're babies and we're all that. And now we've got the stylistic question. Do we have actual children play the babies? Or do we have adults dressed as children, Charlie Brown style? Or do we do it amusement park style and they're wearing mascot costumes that look like the babies from Russia? I guess the question is, are we trying to make this good? <laughs> we never said that we make it good. <laughs> I mean, do you want to see adults in diapers? Or do you want to see... Never mind. There is definitely an audience yes, for that. Uh, maybe there is an audience for that. that. Okay. We could cash yeah. Let's cash in on that. Cash okay. in on the Crinklers. <laughs> okay, so we're doing adults in diapers. Yes. Okay, and we need an opening okay. number. 
opening number, it literally just has to be like... <laughs> no, we can't, you can't do adults in diapers. I'm thinking about it now. You can't do that. Why? We can't do adults in diapers. <sighs> I just... I don't know. I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> but do you want to see kids in diapers? These, so, like... No, no adults in diapers. Uh, fine, fine. If you both think adults in diapers is is the way to go, we can do it. I mean, I don't see it any other way. <laughs> because okay. I, I will adults, not we're doing... compromise my artistic vision, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, adults in diapers. Okay, but... <laughs> okay. Because, okay. I mean, would you rather it's see fine. children in diapers? I feel like that might be a little weird for some people. Children are supposed to wear diapers, though. Okay, okay. We okay, what about teenagers? Artistic... We have artistic integrity so that we can play with this a bit. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I'm going to pitch a middle ground. Instead of this being Rugrats in Paris, it's Rugrats all grown up in Paris. So we can just make <laughs> them their all grown up counterparts going to Paris. You lose you lose the emotional element of the of Chucky wanting a mom as a yeah, little Yeah, and then Chucky is going to be a teenager. He's going to have mommy issues. It's, re- it's, it's you know, deeper I guess, level. I guess once they're no. adults, like, the relationship between him and Kimmy becomes less, like, about siblings, and it might seem like a more romantic interest. Yeah, yeah. we definitely don't want that. What are you doing, Especially if they're brother? being played by adults in diapers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. <laughs> okay. No. What if what if Dill what if Dill is a child in a diaper and all the rest of them are adults in diapers? I've got it. I figured out our opening number. I figured okay. out how we're gonna get around this. Okay. We have sure. we do the Grinch thing. We have an adult older man playing old Chucky relaying the story to us. Okay. I feel like that could work mm-hmm. where he's like just describing these, and he's like, "And they're babies. Just trust me. Like, I was a baby." Okay. What if? What if it's Tommy? Yeah, just someone instead of Chucky. Okay. I only picked Chucky because he was like our focal character, but it could be Tommy, and it would give Tommy something. To I do think Tommy, Tommy can be like have, a narrator character. Tommy doesn't have much to do in the story. He's just a guy that is also there in this story most of the time. He's Chucky's friend. Yeah. He can be the narrator ter- character. Yep, I'm good with that. So okay, Tommy introduces the characters and sets up like, yeah, they're babies, but we're not gonna wear diapers. <laughs> Whatever. We could also just put pants on him. Well, Chucky doesn't wear diapers. Yeah, Chucky grew out of his diapers. Yeah, he did. He's yeah. a big boy. He wears pull-ups. He wears pull-ups. He wears He's a big boy. Green shorts. Yes. All right. We need to get some songs. What's <laughs> right. the opening number called? We haven't. We haven't even stylistically agreed upon, you know, whether or not it's adults in diapers or anything <laughs> no yet. Adults so in I mean, diapers. we have to move no forward adults here. No diapers. Okay. And so we need an opening number. Now, is, are we going to like skip the whole wedding or are we going to go and go right to um No, no, we go we do the, the wedding. wedding. The wedding has to be the it opening. Is important. Okay. Um, okay. It, I'm going to use some... I want some sort of parallel. Can we get a song between the moms and the kids cuz they do the the mother kid dance thing or something if I remember right? Oh, yeah. Yes. And and we get that song, and then Chucky doesn't do it. Chucky's like doing a different song while they're doing that. I feel like that could be the I want you know? song spot right there. I, like I want a yeah. mom. Yeah, like and it's I want a mama. The scene from uh, <laughs> um, Dogfight where they're like singing about how ugly the girl is, but it sounds like the song's about how pretty she is. It's something like that where it's like I couldn't yes. live without my mom. Like the other babies are singing, and then Chucky's like, I I have to live without a mom. Like something that's kind of like real depressing, but yeah. like, juxtaposes each other. Um, it's gotta be really sad because this movie has very deep emotional yes. like complexity. Yes, and I, I want you like crying. We in have the to first reflect scene. that. Yeah, I guess. 
Um, um, do, do we gotta, you we gotta open it with that tearjerker. What the song they opened um, Rugrats in Paris with? It was a Cindy Lauper song. So speaking of musical theater, musical theater writer Cindy Lauper had a song that is yes. called "I Want a Mom That Will Last Forever." <laughs> Should we just port that song over from the movie? Oh, we probably yeah, you probably yeah. could. Like, because I imagine now that I'm thinking of this, Cindy Lauper um, could write the score to this, and I feel like she'd get the vibe. Yeah, and we could definitely bring over that song and keep yeah, it. Yeah, because I remember that working really well in the movie. Yeah, let's yeah let's let's bring that over. We'll have the adults in diapers singing it. Yes, um. we set up the world. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, okay, okay. We gotta get to Paris. We gotta get to Paris. We're 12 yeah. minutes in. We're halfway okay. through our time. So, wait, 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 wait. Why are we going to Paris? Um, same reason. Same reason. I think Stu's got the job. There, There are so many characters. Are we introducing Stu early no, on? No, we or? just have Tommy say, my daddy got a job. At um, Euro Rep- Reptar Land. Euro Reptar Land. I love it. Yeah. All right, so Euro Reptar Land, he's going. He Stu's going, and the the whole gang is coming. Yep, yep the whole gang is coming. Um, they don't even explain that very well in the movie. Now, like, why why is Angelica coming? Why is Stu's brother going? Stu's brother is going because he is a very supportive brother who loves Stu. No, no, Stu and wants to Drew go. Hates his brother. Like that's not even subtle. That's not even subtext. That's text. <laughs> Within the show, yeah, it's, they're making it. That's true. And, and, a vacation. And Angelica, Angelica doesn't like the other kids. She is the worst. Well, Stu likes Drew though. That's why he invited him. Uh, I don't know why Phil and Lil are coming. I don't even know who they are technically. The twins relating. Yeah, I know who they are. <laughs> like, why are they coming though? They're taking a vacation. Yeah. Do we have to bring the twins? We have like, to. is there even a Andrew, place for them in the stage show? Have Rugrats in Paris without <laughs> Phil and Lil? There would be riots. People yeah. would be so angry. That's true. That's no, no. That's true. That's true. I mean, I, we can't cancel Phil and Lil. Okay, it's not. Look this what isn't happened. like a they space jam too. And look what happened. <laughs> you cancel one one skunk that just you know likes to sexually harass <laughs> no, cats. Assault and cats. The world ends. Do you know that assault? Max Landis was attached to writing of Pepe Le Pew movie for a couple of years. Oh my god! Is a wasn't that isn't that fitting? That is very fitting. <laughs> um, <laughs> if there's anyone to write a film about a rapist, I'd pick that rapist. Oh god, no, please. Okay, back to Rugrats yes. in Paris. Adults in diapers. Adults. When we're talking about adults in diapers. Let's not get off topic. Um, okay, they all go to Paris. Um, we need a we need a a good song to set the the setting of Euro Reptar Land. Um, Ooh, okay. Um, I feel I'm like th- we need like a French pastiche that gets interrupted by like um some reptar. Yeah, like, like we have to... rhyme, reptar something like that interrupts it. Yeah, like it's like oh, like literally they play the song from Inception, <laughs> like oh my animal that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, so we get, like, a French pastiche going into uh, Row Row Reptar yes. or something, uh, and all the kids start singing along with the Reptar theme. Uh, this is going to be terrible. This is going to be, like, an amusement <laughs> this park. This is 
literally, we're not even adapting <laughs> Rugrats the movie. We're uh, adapting the second Rugrats movie. This is gonna be awful. This is this is not a good idea for a musical. We're, we're dedicated. We're in, Andrew. We can't go back. No, we're in. We only have 15 minutes. We have to do so, this. <laughs> There is a very important moment in Rugrats in Paris, the movie, um, where the Baha men bring out who lets the dogs out. Do we keep it or do we lose it? Do we keep... We lose it. We, we lose... lose no, we lose it. Spike time finds for his it. love in this movie. Like, he finds a little little poodle, the French poodle. Spike isn't in this movie. <gasps> We're, we can't... We can't do Spike. We can't. How many characters are in this freaking movie? A lot. <laughs> None of them have arcs. <laughs> Okay. okay. Oh my Andrew, god. The important thing. This is the we, worst we, adaptation no, for no, no, a musical. No, 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 no. We we have something important here. All right. We have a villain. Okay. Her name is Coco. That's yes. true. Yes, Coco Leblanche. We need to give her a villain song here. What? Like, what is her goal in the movie? I know she wants to marry Chaz. For what reason? There was a there was a reason. I can't remember what it was though. Um. Why did she want to marry? Oh, because she wants to impress the president of the Reptar franchise, Mr. Yamaguchi. Oh. Um, yes. He wants a successor that will love children, so she's going to marry a man with a child. Okay. Yes. She's literally using him for status. That is the first, first I can get behind. Wow, she has a really clear goal. And we need like something like a joking pastiche about how much she loves children, and like she accidentally sings things that are like... I. I love watching them fall off of buildings. I love the way that they <laughs> they, they blow bubbles so they stop underwater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that kind of like I love yeah. this. Yeah, and but she's singing it she's singing it to Mr. Yamaguchi. Yes. And then at the end of the song, Mr. Yamaguchi is like, Oh, can I meet your child? And she's like Oh, absolutely. Yes, he is coming here now. <laughs> and then Angel then it gives Angelica a reason to exist in the story because she's the one that tells him that Chaz is single and ready to mingle. Oh, oh it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant. I remember Angelica was like she she met the bad guy and she gets like given candy or something. Do you, there's a lot of songs in the Rugrats movie. Like remember like the Reptar like musical number pastiche theme songs scene where Coco takes over then sings it at Chucky. We keep that scene as is. Yes. I mean if you're adapting it and it already is there, I mean we gotta just um, use it. But remember, Chucky has his little comfort animal, his his Wooba or something like that. He has a little stuffed animal. Mm-hmm. That's really, really important yes. to him. And in that scene he gets that animal gets torn and broken a bit. Yeah, and he gets very yes. sad. I think that is the um, point of act two where we like find out after that really unfortunate incident that Chaz is engaged to Coco and all is lost, and then we end Act One on that. Sounds good. That sounds good. And then we so, open up do... Act Two with Isaac Hayes singing Chucky yeah. Chan. <laughs> I don't even remember the context of this. It literally song. is just a dream. Literally, it's a dream. So literally, it is a great Act Two opener. <laughs> Because it is just goofy nonsense. It's the exactly. dream ballet. <laughs> We're going back to Oklahoma times with our Rugrats in Paris musical. Oh my god. Yeah, Rugrats, the Chucky dream uh, kung fu. All right. Um, and then. Okay, we can do that. Where we haven't even introduced the uh, like actual love interest yet. Yeah, that is the problem. Um, I forgot what her name even is. I know. Uh, Kira? Kira? Kira. Kira. Was it Kira? Kira and yeah. Kimmy. Kira and Kimmy. They, 
Yeah. Now the problem is, and here's another problem with this movie. Surprisingly, a film about France um, has a lot of really unfortunate Japanese stereotypes. Okay, well, we can cut yeah. those. Yeah, we're not we don't keeping need those the bad girl scene with, like, the sumo wrestlers. Yeah, that's gone. Yeah, even as as funny as that was, <laughs> it's gone. Oh as much as we were all rolling on the floor. Um, and then, especially because we've set up the giant robot, Reptar, at the end of Act 1, which will become very important um, throughout the rest of the story. Well, that's the that's the major set piece. That's our that's our helicopter. That's you know that's our barricade. Yes. You know. Um. But basically, <laughs> Act Two is going to be pretty song light. Um. There's going to be a reprise of Chucky's um I Want Number, which is like I wish I had a mommy. I, that isn't like he, he he got what he wished for, but it wasn't what he want. He wanted a mommy, but he got Coco, which sucks. You got to have a little song where it's like I shouldn't have I should have just been happy with what I had or something, you know. Um, and then, remember, yeah. the main event of Rugrats in Paris is Chucky says his first word, uh, to stop the wedding, which was no. Yeah, because he was yeah. like, he's like, yeah, I don't want- Coco. I don't want yes, this to happen. and I feel like that should be ch- the 11 o'clock number that's just called, I say no, where he's just like letting out all of his emotions, <laughs> but all the parents are just hearing his no. And that could be like this really funny thing where this yeah. actor's like letting out all his emotions and we immediately undercut it with them and just being like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> and then all falls together the way it should. Coco gets arrested for XYZ kidnapping children. Yeah, kidnapping children. And doesn't she like put them in a ro- the robot or do they go to the robot I themselves? they were just in the room with the robot. They were locked in a room and it, the robot happened to have been there. Do you remember Robo Snail? Yes. Why was it? I remember that this. Do you know Pacific Rim? When I saw Pacific Rim, all I could think about was Rugrats in Paris. Like, hey, Rugrats in Paris <laughs> did that first. Rugrats in Paris is such an influential really movie. Is. Like, it's it's really. <laughs> and then we kind of wrap it all up from okay. there. Like, everyone finds their person. Well, we have to do the reprise of the opening yes. song at the at the wedding Cindy at the Lauper end, comes and then back and brings back. Uh, um, I want a mom that'll last forever. Yep. Except for this time, Chucky is singing along and with he's everybody like, I else. I have a mom that'll last forever. He sings that song again. It's great. Um, yeah, it's a great ending. Uh, Spike gets nothing. We don't give Spike anything. Spike I don't care about the Fifi Spike. <laughs> Spike returned to his home planet halfway through the adaptation. And then you know how it ends. Um, um, like everyone has like their big crescendo number, and Stu comes in. I got tickets to go to like on a cruise. I'm sure nothing will go wrong. <laughs> thus setting us up for a sequel. <laughs> Yep, and the sequel never comes out. No, no, will it never happen. happen. Yeah. We are not. We never have any intention. That was just a joke, guys. Stop, stop asking. It's just a joke. We are definitely not going to try to adapt Rugrats Go Wild into a musical harder. theater that structure. Would be so much. Harder. I wouldn't know where to start. Well, I mean, we'd have to do the Wild Thornberries oh, film right. first, obviously. <laughs> no one remembers that. I'm sure we've all seen it, but no one has any memory of what happens in that movie because it's so boring. It is incredibly boring. And the Wild Thornberries, I mean, let's be real, not interested. <laughs> um, do you guys remember right. when that movie came all out right. and there was like a scratch and sniff yes. that you got from Burger King? Yes, I remember that for go- Rugrats Go Wild. That It smelled yeah. terrible. Like, it was awful. Oh, I was smelled horrible. <laughs> I mean, it was from Burger King. What did you expect? <laughs> I don't know. The we, best part is. Do we still the, have 
Scratch and Sniff. I do have so those... one of the. Um, it came with the DVD. The best part is with the DVD, they still have the Scratch and Sniff numbers, and you can't turn it off. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> they still pop up, and you're like, "What? What the hell was that?" <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so when you're watching the movie, there's just numbers yeah. that show up and you can't yes. shut them off? <laughs> Maybe it's not something that you can remove because it's, like, built into it was, the... Yeah, they probably burned it in. You had... Yeah. It's like the fucking special editions of Star Wars. You can't can't undo it because they yeah. used the original film You can't native. turn... Yeah, they... I didn't think that one through. All right, guys. We all agreed. Cindy Lauper does the music and lyrics to this. Um, well, yeah. yeah, of course. She's already got a song in here. It's right up, right up I her think alley she, too. This I be mean, the big one, this is like finally I can get into this. This is like there's a lot of potential here. Obviously, we've really only scratched the surface. I'm sure she could take what we have here, like our our, our presentation here, and turn it into something <laughs> remarkable. Um. This will be this will be playing at every Six Flags in America. Very no, not even that. Every Nickelodeon hotel in America. Oh yeah, the Nickelodeon hotels are gonna have a field day with this one. The Cindy Lauper composed Rugrats in Paris, the musical. Um, did did you guys do Rugrats the first movie? No, we did not. <laughs> we skipped right to the masterpiece. We skipped right to Empire, guys. You don't even you don't even need context here. You really don't. Like, do we really no. need to know? Do we need to know where where Dill came from? Like, come on. Well, when we just need to know that they're talking babies. <laughs> oh, God. Um, what would Ben Brantley say about this musical? Ben Brantley would absolutely love it. It might be his new favorite, honestly. Oh, yeah. I think if Ben Brantley watched this, he would be like, yeah, forget it. Music theater, everything I said about it in the past, they were actually all terrible because this one blew it out of the what water. What do you think, Bree? Yeah, I think he could relate to Chucky and maybe, you know, his... Mommy issues. <laughs> mommy issues, yeah. Or maybe he had a, a, a t- um, teddy bear or wubba lub or whatever you called it earlier. Yeah, wubba Love. Something. <laughs> Maybe he I had... think what he might really get into is the I think the set piece a of uh, Robo's <laughs> Robo Snail and Reptar battling is kind of gonna be what changes the game for all music theater in the future. Okay, I'm gonna pitch you with Ben Brantley's reviews that is is gonna say <clears throat> the year is two thousand when I left the theater to Rugrats in Paris, the movie. I cannot imagine a cinematic feat like meeting my expectation and then surpassing it even further. The same can be said about the musical, which took my already skyrocketed expectations and threw them sky high. (laughs) The idea to have adults in actual diapers, my (laughs) The bravery of Cyndi Lauper, Andrew DeWolf, Rihanna Jones, and Jesse McAnally to make this come to life. Uh, and then wow. we got honestly the adults in diapers is really <laughs> <laughs> that's it and of course the ending of the musical where we end with an adult <laughs> Chucky and an adult Kimmy and she says what are you doing stepbrother <laughs> curtains <laughs> it's a masterpiece I it's it's honestly it's 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 a definite it's a masterpiece. I don't think we'll ever make a better make me a musical well I don't I think we could try, <laughs> but we won't. We could try. We could put in an effort, but like this, this is this is, this is it. We, this we is as good as it gets. Exceed this. 
We have peaked. I feel and... like every episode we do, we've convinced ourselves this is the best idea we've ever done. That's <laughs> happened like consistently every time. I'm already convinced that there. I like. I've pictured it in my head. I don't think I can even watch another musical because now that I've seen it, like vision wise, <laughs> dance there's just nothing that could ever surprise. With every step. <laughs> On that note, we'll see you guys next time <laughs> when we gotta make another musical. We'll see you guys. <laughs> Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.